Train Hard Live Strong family, welcome to episode 112. I'm your host, Coach Matt, owner of Athletic Beings Training and Apparel. And in today's episode, I have an amazing guest speaker, co-founder of RP Strength and author of the upcoming book, Fit for Success. You can pre-order it now, or if you're listening to this episode in the future, you can get your hard copy today. I'm going to drop the links down below in the show notes so you can check out that book, all right? But before we begin, if you leave a nice little five-star review for this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, this means so much to us here, and it's so great to hear your feedback. I want to know what episodes are really giving you just empowerment, you're grabbing value from, you know, and, and even if it's bad or good. I want to know your feedback, but leaving a nice little five-star review can really help other people around the world find this podcast a lot faster because they're looking for answers as well, just like how you might, how you're looking for inspiration, motivation. Other people out there are looking for the same thing, and that's what we're doing here, y'all. We're trying to inspire people to believe in themselves. So it would mean so much if you could just take a few seconds, maybe even a minute, and write a nice little, you know, something, something, a five-star review so you can help us here on the Train Hall of Sean podcast reach more people around the world. All right, ladies and gentlemen. And also, before we begin, all right, if you are having trouble staying hydrated, hydration is key to health, performance, fitness, all the amazing things that come with your body, okay? Your body's made up of a lot of water, so maintaining that water and giving your body what it needs to perform every single day, even in any environment that you're in. If you exercise and you train more times than just one time in a day, maybe two times, maybe even three times, maybe you're an instructor like me and you're consistently just training and training and doing classes. Maybe you live in a hot place like Houston. I'm, I'm in Houston, so I'm always sweating. It's humid as hell. Maybe you're in Arizona, somewhere that's hot. You're always sweating and staying hydrated is a little bit difficult. If you head over to liquidiv.com and use promo code TRAINHARD, I will save you 20 5% off your purchase. They got hydration, immunity, and they got energy. So if you're, you know, wanting to find a way to stay hydrated three times faster than just drinking regular water, go ahead, check it out. If you want to boost up your immune, uh, your immune system, go ahead, check them out. If you want natural energy, go ahead and check them out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, but here we go. Let's dive in this episode and let's welcome Nick Shaw. What's the alternative? You don't even try ever? Where's that get you? You don't go anywhere. You can go back to doing nothing like you are now. Why not go ahead and try to do something positive for yourself? Again, just take a little step day by day. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. You don't have to do, you don't have to run a marathon tomorrow. If you have 100 pounds to lose, start by walking a couple times a week. Hey everyone, Coach Matt here, and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong podcast, where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations. And we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life changing episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode here on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt, and today we have an amazing, amazing guest speaker, co-founder of RP Strength, Nick Shaw. Yo, what's up, Nick? Thanks so much for having me on. Really appreciate it. Oh, man, absolutely, dude. Uh, your platform, your company is awesome. It's, uh, you know, I was skimming through and I was going through all your stuff, checking out the website, man. What you've done is, uh, is incredible. Yeah, thanks so much. I mean, it's really cool to kind of see how things have evolved over the years and 
you know, people are always like, Hey, did you have all these huge plans when you first started RP? And I'm always, I always tell people like, no, we're just a, we're just a couple of meatheads that started <laughs> out. And it, I don't want to say it was luck or anything like that. Cause we worked our tails off, but yeah, you know, it's just kind of cool to, to see it grow and, and evolve. And you know, our goal is just to help people. That's so funny, man. It, it is kind of funny. Cause you know, People, I think, feel like, yeah, just these are just a bunch of meatheads. But I think anything, you know, like, oh, these are a bunch of meatheads or fitness freaks that want to like help other people and stuff like that. But your your services are like, they're um, or the whole company is very like, um, friendly to 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 anyone, huh? You do general and you do like kind of like co- competitive type, right? You do kind of both. Yeah, so we actually started out with more competitive folks because that was our background. So mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Mike Isertel, co-founder with me. You know, we were both always serious athletes into, you know, powerlifting and bodybuilding. So we started there and then it, it slowly evolved from there out into some other sports and basically anything with competitive lifting, we just sort of naturally evolved into and then kind of got into the CrossFit scene quite a bit. And CrossFit's nice. great. Yeah. I mean, Dude. CrossFit's so great because you have the hardcore competitors, uh-huh. but the other 90% are, you know, your everyday men and women that just want to lose some weight, look better, feel better, all that good stuff. So it was just naturally a very good fit for us. Yeah, man. It's so dope. Well, I'm very excited to learn more about you and, you know, RP Strength. So for everyone who's listening right now, current listeners, future listeners, and, you know, who don't know who you are or what RP Strength is, man, can you give like a nice little background story on, you know, who you are, how you got into fitness and what kind of created or started RP Strength? Totally. So RP strength, Renaissance periodization is the technical name. It's super long. We can't even pronounce it. So we just go by (laughs) RP strength. Um, So evidence-based approach to fitness. So it's not just, Hey, do this because we say so it's no, like we've got 25 coaches, 20 of them are PhDs in sport physiology, sport nutrition, all that. And we're also competitive athletes. So the goal was basically to combine folks that could walk the walk and talk the talk. Mm. So they have all the credentials, they have the academic background, but they're also competitive athletes themselves. So they get it, right? So we can work with anybody. If you are a hardcore competitive top of the world athlete, great, we can help you out. If you're someone that just wants to get leaner, lose some weight, feel better, look look better, you know, that's sort of our bread and butter as well. And again, that's yeah. how that was really, I guess, what what drove us to get it going, because my buddy Mike, and I met him in college, he got me into hardcore lifting. And I was like, I love this. You know, it just goes back to always had that mindset. It probably started in high school. I sort of realized that if I worked hard, I would get, you know, a certain outcome. And I was like, that's really cool. Like I have control over this. The harder I work, the better I get for the most part. And so that always drew me into the mindset of lifting, you know, exercise, running, all that good stuff. Because, you know, again, I was never the most talented person. Unfortunately, I wish that I was. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, I simply just outworked a lot of people. And that's what, you know, gave me just a little bit of success in sports in high school. There you so go. It was just that mindset of just always, you know, what can I do to get better? And, you know, you get into lifting, well, it doesn't, you know, get into exercise in general, you can uh-huh. always improve something. There's always something to improve. Yes. So that's what drew me into it. That's so cool, man. And what's what's kind of like your history with inside of sports? Like growing up, like where were you born and like what was, you know, were you playing sports as a kid into high school and stuff like that? I'm from rural Michigan, man. Um, <laughs> middle of nowhere, Michigan, real close to like the Indiana border. I was actually a runner in high school. Most people look at me now and they're like, what? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, 
it's just one of those things. My parents, I think uh, going into my freshman year of high school, my parents were like, you're going to play a sport. Right. We don't care what it is, but you're going to play something like you're not just going to be sitting around. I'm like, okay, like I'll, I'll try out cross country. And, you know, I wasn't very good, but then I just realized that the harder I worked, the better I got, you know, I got better over time. I basically right. became addicted to that mindset of like, you know, this is awesome. Uh-huh. I just keep getting a little bit better each and every day, you know, three, six months later, boom, you're a lot better. So again, that's what it was. I took that into lifting when I got into college just always wanting to get into the gym, work hard, get better, always what it was. And that sort of naturally led, you know, me to finding my colleague, Dr. Mike, mm. took me under his wing and was like, hey, I have this, you know, evidence-based approach to things. And so that it just sort of enhanced the results you could get. Boy, we were like, this is this is awesome. <laughs> we started working with clients. We were personal trainers in New York City after college. Nice. And that sort of led to the online. And that was the beginning of RP when we were helping people online. This is like 2011, let's say, 2012. Wow. And so we were pretty early on the scene and, you know, just kept growing and evolving from there. So that's kind of the, the long story short, I think. Okay. Dude, I like what you said about um, like being addicted to the constant progression of like working harder and by working harder, how the progress comes your way. It, it's that's something that um, is, I think very hard for a lot of people to understand just because how maybe like low discipline or like mm-hmm. the lack of patience that some people have. Because we always you know, want it right now. We want it quick and fast and easy and stuff like that. But for you to, to go through that and find that specific type of mindset where, hey, the harder I work, the, the better progress I get. I think that's sweet, man. So like whenever you you found that type of mindset early in sports and you kind of just, you still have it to today. It still follows you today. I think that I've gotten even better with okay. it Damn. more recently. And again, that's just more from, you know, reading as much as I can. And mm-hmm. it actually goes back to a couple of years ago. I had a hernia surgery and I couldn't oh my lift. Gosh. For, yeah. That's my fair, man. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's so common in males too. Like I talked to a surgeon, he's just like, see this all the time. It's not even necessarily from lifting. He's, you know, this guy was like, hey, I see, you know, men that just sit in an office all day, like they'll get it. So oh my yeah, God. it's, it's, it's crazy. But he was, yeah. I couldn't lift for a couple of months. Right. And right. I mean, I'm sure you know how it is. Like, what do you do if you can't work out for a couple months? Like, you're going to go, go crazy. You're go crazy. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, so, whatever. I was just walking. That was the only thing I could do. I'm like, well, you know what? Like, I'm going to kick in an audio book. And that just, it sort of reinvigorated me. And I was like, well, I can't push myself physically. Why not push myself mentally? Learn, yeah. learn, learn, grow, get better. And yes. I just, you know, last couple of years, I've, probably went through a couple hundred different books. Again, that's like kind of what led me to, you know, eventually doing my own book, just, you know, combining all these basic principles that, you know, all these successful people had in common. And um, I just, I've just always been into that. And sort of even more recently, I've just gotten into the mindset of like, I'm going to set all these small daily disciplines and I'm just going to make sure that I stick with them every single day. Right. So quarantine hits and I'm like, well, instead of complaining and, you know, slacking off and getting worse. Like, no, I'm going to buckle down. You know, I'm not going anywhere. I can't go anywhere. You know, my wife has some health problems. Like we're going to be home a lot. Our kids are homeschooled, all that. I'm like, we can go one of two ways. We can go down, we can go negative with it or boom, we can go the other way. So boom, I doubled down, you know, really buckled down. I'm doing, you know, cardio every day, lifting four or five times a week, reading every day, all this stuff. Like I'm going to get better. 
that's yeah, that's it. Period, man. That is uh, that's also something very difficult. It's especially when the quarantine and stuff happened, but especially with um, you know, whenever someone wants a specific goal and the and they strive for it, strive for it, and um, you know, if someone gets hurt or injured, it's it's dealing with failure, not really failures, but dealing with like like setbacks or like roadblocks in life yeah. or in your progress. And instead of, you know, being like, oh, well, I can't do anything like my my road ends here. Like there's no way I can get back from this or even if something as nowadays, I guess, as simple as a hernia, because it's they, they can fix it up pretty quick nowadays. But yeah. Um, but you're, yeah, you're out of the fight for for a little while, for sure. And then I guess mentally, too, you're like. Uh, I'm nervous a little bit. I don't want to redo this again. I want to, you know, not get injured again. So you're kind of maybe baby stepping and stuff. But knowing that you have a physical self and a mental self, like that is powerful because just like how you did, you there was no room for complacency or being stuck because you decided, yo, this is me physically. And right now, physically, I got to chill because my body's hurt. I got to recover because I want to be able to attack my goals once I'm done. And but then you still chose a different route, which was I need to crush my mentality. I need to grow my brand. It's a muscle too. So you took a different route, and you consistently wanted to progress. So I think that is very valuable in life as well for for anyone listening. You know, one hundred percent. And again, it goes back to you can make the choice. You can you can dwell on the negatives, and a lot of people have uh, through coronavirus, COVID, the pandemic, all this. You know, a lot of people have been kind of down on the luck and whatever. And I listen, Hey, I get it. You know, it's tough, right? I mean, everyone's been impacted by it in one way or another, right. but at the same time, it's also, it's an opportunity. Yeah. You know, like, again, you probably have to pivot and do some different things and do you throw in the towel and, and quit or do you go the other way? And you're like, well, what can I do? What's in my control? What can I yes. you know, assert my own actions to do? to, you know, reach my own goals or whatever it was. And so like, honestly, you know, I could make the argument 2020 has been the best year of my life because I wasn't (laughs) going anywhere. I wasn't doing anything. And I was like, you know what? I sat down and I wrote a book. Like, there you go. I'm going to make the most of it. Yes. Took advantage of that crap. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, I'm kind of interested to know. So you were a runner before, right? Cross country Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So I'm just guessing from the runners that I know, they're very thin. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so how much did you weigh at that point in time? I remember very well. So I got done with my junior year of high school cross country mm-hmm. season. I was 148 pounds. Oh wow! And yeah, I was not, I was not very big. Uh, and I took, I did not play basketball my junior year. Cause I was like, I'm going to really commit to training. I'm going to get stronger. I'm going to hit the weight room like a madman. Uh, I was 170 by the time like the spring hit, I gained, you know, 20 pounds. And that was from, well, one, I was eating a lot. Yes, of course I was, Yep. but man, I was training all the time. I was probably lifting weights five, six times a week. And, Mm -hmm. you know, again, that just kind of when I just took off with that mindset of like, I just, I love this. Like, what can I do? How can I get better? uh, Like, you know, my coaches in high school, they called me a gym rat. And I I took it as a compliment. I was like, this is one of the best I've ever received in my entire life. I'm like, yes. (laughs) I love it. I love being, I'll take I love it. getting better. I love pushing myself 100%. Yeah. That's cool, man. That's cool. When, whenever you started the weightlifting, were you kind of just like, you were just going with it, kind of, kind of going through the motions. Like, you know, that if I lift this at this certain set or rep at this weight that I will gain muscle, or did you know, like, did you learn structure or was someone coaching you at that point in time? I started lifting weights in my 
parents' basement, and we had one of those yeah. little little tiny benches that had like the railings <laughs> like this, and you could only fit your head through. And you had like the bar that was probably five pounds. Funny story, Dude, same. Really quick. you know. I don't know how much that bar weighs. I got a forty-five on each side, so maybe it's actually ninety-five. I don't know that. I go into our school weight room, and again, like our weight room, <laughs> you know, freshman year of, of high school is like up behind the bleachers. Was, you know, this like not very good equipment. We ended up getting a better one. But again, like I didn't know that the bar weighed 45 versus, you know, the one I have at home is maybe five pounds. So I slap on 45s. I'm like, oh, I'm the man. I take it out. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> can't do anything. It's, uh, you know, something like that happens pretty early on. It's a, it's a pretty humbling experience. But uh, yeah. yeah, we didn't, I didn't really have a set program. I would just like find something in a magazine. Uh, in high school, we used Bigger, Faster, Stronger, which provided mm-hmm. some structure. Uh, it really wasn't until college when I met, um, you know, my buddy, Dr. Mike, who we started being a bit more structured with things. And, you know, he went on to get his PhD in sport physiology at East Tennessee State, learned a ton. So we kept learning more and our own programs kept getting much, much better and effective over time. Dude, that's so awesome. So I remember, so we were talking a little bit before this, but whenever you started RP Strength, right, you had um a, obviously a specific vision but do you f- is today how it is now kind of how you envisioned it or has it like become something so much more massive than you even could imagine we've gone from basically my buddy mike and i starting a company where we wrote diet and training programs for people in a one-on-one setting uh-huh. you know through ugly excel files to now <laughs> we have an app in right. apps, you get into software development, you know, you can find our app in, in the Apple store and Google play. So no, never had any ideas when we first started, it would be something like this, but it's just kind of that it's just like lifting and fitness. We started small, we learned, we grew, we adapted over time and little by little, you know, we had some diet templates, which were like Excel files. Again, we got those out. People really liked them. They worked. We modified them the next year, made them a little bit better. We modified them again the next year, made them a little bit prettier, basically. And that Mm -hmm. eventually morphed into the app. And so now it's like, again, just like with lifting, this slow, gradual progression over time where you just get a little bit better each year. Yes, that's so awesome, man. One thing I love about talking to um, you know, fitness experts, and especially fitness experts with their own business or company is um, or anyone who has maybe even a different company, you know, anything else, you know, uh, mechanic or, you know, cleaning houses, but the owner takes their health very seriously and they, they, they do fitness, they do training, they do the whole nutrition thing. And I think it's very fascinating on how they relate business to the way that they train and the way that progress is. Cause at the end of the day, what is it, right? It's all progress. You're moving forward somewhere. So with business, just like you said, you you started somewhere and then you modify it to make it better and then modify it to make it better. Same thing with your physique or your nutrition or something like that. You start today and you do these reps and you do these sets and you combine this workout and then you take that same workout, you modify it, you start changing it up and you start diving into like CrossFit and then powerlifting and then HIIT training and all this other stuff. And then now, two years later you have surpassed the goals that you set because now you have gradually progressed towards where you want to be at. So I think it's so cool whenever 
I, I always tell people all the time, if you take some time and work on your body, like I mean, just work on your body, even with anything, stay more hydrated, eat more food or control your diet or start walking or running or doing something active, you will see just how much it leaks into your life. 100%. It's the same mindset. It's just how you approach it. You said something earlier that I think nails it. You were talking about, I don't remember if this was before we turned on the recording or not, but you were talking about people really want instant overnight results. And Mm -hmm. it leads people to make really bad decisions and choices because that's just not how it works. You don't become successful in business overnight. You don't get a phenomenal physique overnight. That simply doesn't happen. Right. Maybe on the physique side, you could just be blessed with just this, some of the most amazing genetics in the world. Very <laughs> unlikely. You know, again, there's probably a couple of people out there like that, though. But yep. it just doesn't happen for the vast, vast majority of folks where you become instantly successful. Yes. Could you imagine if you could become instantly successful? Wouldn't everyone, everyone would. Everyone would be <laughs> successful. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. Like, there's a reason... <laughs> There's a reason why very few people are successful, you know, like truly uh-huh. successful, because it takes so much work to put into it that most people like the idea, they like the sound of it. And then you tell them the trade offs and the sacrifices that have to be made. And they're like, ah, you know, <laughs> I don't want it that bad. Uh, yeah, you go ahead. You can go without me. Yeah, you guys got that over there. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I like the little piece that you added in, and that you added in there. It's um, and, and I want people to understand that for sure. When when we search for the overnight success, the overnight change, the overnight six pack abs, the overnight whatever it is, um, weight loss pill or whatever, you're gonna because you want it so bad, you want it so fast. There is, I guess, more room for injury. There's more room for doing stuff wrong and, and making wrong decisions, bad choices that damage metabolisms that damage the way that your body is designed to work like do these certain things and tons of people have done it there's so many people that have done it um you know i've worked with a lot of competitors and um i've talked to a lot of coaches and competitors too and you know the competitor um i guess arena uh, especially like beginners and stuff like that who really don't know what's kind of going on and stuff like this um you know sometimes these extreme diets that people get into Um, And I'll just speak, I guess, on a female base. I've talked to more females and I work with more females. But, you know, some of these girls, they they throw their hormones out of whack because of how drastic they're doing something overnight because they think that, you know, low calories and a ton of cardio is going to get you somewhere um, or that tone and, and, you know, nice look Um, when, you know, in kind of reality, it's kind of the opposite. Obviously, whenever you find what works for you, then that's what works for you. But drastic change, you know, if you want something very quickly you know, and you do something drastic, it could, it could harm your body. It could harm your health. One of the biggest things that successful people do is they have the ability to delay gratification. Mm-hmm. They understand the trade-offs involved. They understand that it's a long process and they just, they set out on that journey. And it's not necessarily an always fun one because it goes <laughs> slow you have failures, you have slip-ups, you have obstacles, you know, in your way. The successful people, um, you know, a good, a good term here, I'm sure you've probably heard it before, grit. Yeah. You have passion and perseverance for long-term goals. Mm-hmm. So if little slip-ups do happen, you're like, okay, cool. 
well, now I got to figure out how to get around this or go over it, whatever it is, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And you do, and you learn from that, you accumulate that knowledge and you just keep going. And again, it just goes back to that mindset we talked about. You just keep getting yeah. a little bit better, a little yeah. bit better. And so that really is one of the key secrets to success, you could say, because so many people want it so fast, so instantly that they make the wrong decisions, right? Yeah, Think about, absolutely. Let's not even talk fitness. Let's talk personal finances. Mm-hmm. How many people have lost a ton of money because they've you know, put money into something that had this big promise of this huge return and then nothing happens or they lose all their money, Yep. Right. No one wants to, you know, slowly accumulate wealth over time because that's boring. You know, <laughs> look at what um, Warren Buffett, how did he become like the richest, you know, second richest person in the entire world? Right, right. I mean, he just he's slow and steady along the way. And yeah. you start looking at all these different examples and you're like, wait a second, they all they all go together. Like this is actually the way to do it. It's not, whoop, whoop. Yeah. It doesn't happen <laughs> like that. It's, nope, right. it's more like this and, you know, some, some bumps along the way. That's how mm-hmm. it works. Yeah, absolutely. You know, whenever you said that right now, I kind of brought like a picture to my mind. And whenever you gather wealth over time, just like you said, right, there's going to be people because you haven't made it yet. In quotes, I guess you haven't made it yet. And other people who are getting fast money, right? They're getting fast money and this and that. And they're kind of like rubbing it in your face. Like, oh, dude, you're doing this, wasting your time, you know, because you want to take the long route and this and that. And I'm over here doing this faster, making more money faster. And then, you know, eventually they get to a point where they're maybe burnt out or they lose it all because of a dumb decision because they went too fast. Same thing on the, you know, weight loss journey or muscle gain journey, same thing. You want to take your time to get to a specific goal. You want to take those steps, those mandatory, essential, healthy steps to get you to where you want to be at. And if that goal takes a year, then it takes a year. And then other, someone else next to you, maybe a best friend or a spouse or whatever, you know, wants to start doing their thing too. You start at the same time. And this is what I feel like happens a lot is this comparison thing towards other people. And if someone's getting faster results, but they're doing it in a wrong way, you know, I feel like people who are taking that long route, but a strong, healthy, sustainable route, they're going to look at these people who are getting fast results and it's going to put them down, you know, because uh, well, I've seen it happen a lot of times. And, um, and I feel like that's a big like mental shake. So, but taking these sustainable, once you get there, like take the journey Love the journey. Love the process. It's fun. It's fun to watch your body change. It's fun to eat right. It's fun to earn money over time. Like it's fun to do these things in time, you know, because you have a life to live. So live it. And, um, you know, but I think that long route, like you've just been talking about, is is crucial. But it's it's crucial to enjoy those small steps you got to take, you know? A couple things there. You nailed it, man. And so now we have social media, And what do we see every day from, you know, hundreds of people, Mm -hmm. everyone has the six pack abs, everyone's, you know, doing so well. Again, we're only seeing little tiny snippets. So now we have to deal with our ego and we have to deal with, you know, well, where do we stand up sort of status wise to other people? And so when you take that low, that long, slow and steady approach, so easy to get frustrated and big oh to hell with this you know i'm gonna do this i'm gonna chase the the overnight success or whatever again that's what throws people off track because then they start making bad decisions so Mm -hmm. the ego and status is a big one also 
you can't control other people, right? Like, why <laughs> why worry about it? Why stress about it? That uh-huh. goes back to internal locus of control. Well, you just switch that, and it's really hard to do, especially on social media when it seems like everyone's doing better than you are, and it's, right. it's really frustrating, very tempting to make, ah, I'm going to chase something else. But no, circle mm. it back, bring it in. Okay, well, what can I do? Well, I know that if I just keep doing this, and again, just think about, you know, if you do take that long approach and again, it's hard, you're mm-hmm. going to have to deal with a couple of months where someone that takes that little shortcut, they're going to do better than you in the short. Yep. Run. Yep. And six months from now, a year mm-hmm. from now, mm-hmm. who knows where they'll be. Right. They might still be doing well. Well, let's take it out a couple of years, two, three years, five years from now. Where are they? <laughs> where? where are you? Right. A lot higher, a lot better. Uh-huh. Yeah, you got to take the long term approach. You got to be able to delay delay gratification. You got to be able to have that discipline. Yes, absolutely. So, coming from you, man, someone who's you know uh, grown a business, uh, drastically changed their physique, you know, doing the stuff that you've been doing. Um, how has how has your mentality um, has like how has it changed? I know you keep that same kind of motto in your head, right? Like the harder I work, the more progress I'm going to achieve, the better I'm going to get. But along your way like has there been roadblocks has there been things that have like made you think like well second guess yourself or self-doubt yourself or was there something that you had to like extremely overcome and like obviously no road to this success is perfectly straight but you know coming from you like what have you learned with all the years that you've been doing what you're doing learned a ton i wish i knew what i know now 10 years ago right because i would have been on a lot better path 10 years ago (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> again that's just part of it and yeah. um you know i'd like to think so you know i just turned 33 but you know i'd like to think that hopefully because i've committed so much to self-improvement and learning and all that that you know hopefully i have more of like the knowledge and wisdom of, of someone older than me and you know five years from now hopefully i'm looking back at where i am now and like boy that guy didn't know anything so <laughs> that's kind of my, my my approach but you know again like are there struggles along the way? Of course there are, you know, am right. I filled with self-doubt? Totally. I was like a frantic mess, you know, with my book, I was like, boy, I hope people like this. Right. Um, and because again, but everyone thinks that, right. I mean, yes. everyone has to deal with that. It's just, you'd mentioned failure earlier. And so again, that's like a big part of the book too. You have to deal with failure on your road to success. There's no way Absolutely. around it. Absolutely. There's no such thing as a successful person that hasn't failed or messed up before. It's it's how you approach it. Well, it's what you learn from it. It's what you take mm-hmm. away from it that separates mm-hmm. the people that are more successful from those that aren't. Because think about how many people don't even get started because they're afraid of failure. Yes. Well, when you know that everyone's going to fail, you approach things a little bit different. You're like, okay, well, I'm just going to go ahead and get started because what's the alternative? Not doing anything? Like, Yeah. Doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> no, very true. Have you have you ever? And this blew my mind. I heard it like a, a long time. I don't. I don't remember where, or who told me this. But when being in this industry, right? Yes, uh, helping people, coaching people through weight loss, muscle growth. It's it's a journey. Patience is key. Discipline is key. And but most people don't want to go through these things, just like you said, because they're scared of failure, right? Um, especially maybe someone who is extremely overweight. You know, they might not have no confidence in themselves to do anything, 
Um, they might think there's no way I can lose 150 pounds. There's no way. And then when I get there, like what's, how can I maintain it? I'm just going to go back up to where I am today. So there's a lot of self-doubt and stuff that goes through people's minds. But one thing that I'd never, ever even thought of, and you could, I guess, argue with me or, or maybe agree, I don't know, but some people are also fearful of the success because they don't know how it is to be there and they don't know just how that feeling is going to make them feel. And whenever I heard this, I was like, dude, there's no way, you know? And, and even with what I'm doing and growing the things that I have grown, you know, my business, the podcast and helping people, coaching people and stuff like this, you know, once you do it, just like with you and your um, Dr. Mike, right? Um, you guys started somewhere and now you're like, you know, a few years later, it's massive stuff, man. Some crazy stuff coming your way and you've done so much cool stuff. And, you know, if you would have, I guess, visualized that, yes, it sounds great, you know, but then you start thinking like, oh crap, well, then we're going to have to, you know, maintain 25 coaches and then we're going to have to, you know, satisfy all these clients, you know, and these are good problems. And then, you know, whenever it comes down to people want to lose all this weight, you know, how am I going to feel once I lose a hundred pounds? How am I going to be able to accept these compliments? I'm not used to, um, you know, uh, people paying attention to me. I'm not used to people thinking that I look nice or this and that, you know, and, and I don't know how true it is or how real it could be. But um, I think whenever I figured that out, it helped me even push further because I knew that if, even if I was fearful of failure or fearful, fearful of a success, like either way, there's fear somewhere. So pushing forward and starting somewhere and taking those steps to get to where you want to be at, you just got to be ready for what's to come. I like that last point you made. There's mm-hmm. always fear somewhere along the way. So what's it better to be afraid of? Afraid right. of not being successful or the fear that you would have when you are successful? Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I'm going to take the second choice any day of the week. Like I'd yeah. much rather sign up for being a little bit afraid of, of being successful than of not being successful. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's, that's a really interesting. And I'm glad that you made that last point because when you look at it like that, yeah, it kind of makes that decision a little bit easier to make. Right. So, uh, the other thing that I was going to say too is I think sometimes you just have to get going a little bit. And if you see a little <laughs> bit of initial success, it probably starts to build a little bit of self-confidence. Yes. It starts to build a little bit of momentum. And once mm-hmm. you have a little bit of that, then you can start thinking bigger. It's kind of hard when you first get started to envision this huge end goal. So again, when you are setting your own goals, like maybe that's kind of a a very distant thing off in the future. But again, you have to focus on the short term, what's immediately in front of you Mm -hmm. and just focus on taking those first couple steps. Mm -hmm. So if you're, you want to lose 150 pounds, don't think about losing 150 pounds. Think about, Hey, you know, this month I'm going to commit to going to the gym three times a week. Yes. And I'm, I'm not going to, you know, uh, eat McDonald's three times a week anymore. I'm just going to do it once this week or something like that. It's just yep. a little tiny step. Get comfortable. Because, again, a lot of people, again, it goes back to we want instant overnight results. And they try to change everything at once. Yes. And then what happens? Like, there's just too much going on. They, of course, mm-hmm. can't do it. You know, they fall off track. And then they never try again because they're like, oh, well, I tried once, but I failed. It's like, okay, well, you failed because you took a ridiculous approach to it. Right. Take the slow little steps, see a little bit of success along the way, and that's going to build some uh, momentum, give you a little bit more confidence, and then Mm -hmm. you start to build 
right? It's almost like this positive feedback loop. It starts feeding back into of itself and it keeps pushing you forward. Yeah. Yes, man. Absolutely. Even I like how you made that example there. It's, you know, you even allowed the person to have one McDonald's a week. Like it's not, it's not, it's not, this is not like complex stuff. This is not insanely, you know, you're not going to go from being a couch potato into a freaking Olympic athlete. Like that's not what we're trying to get people to do. We're just trying to get you to move and, 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 and get you to where you want to be at, where you should be at for yourself. You know, um, I made, I talked about this the other day, how to make small progress toward a drastic change. And, you know, just like we've been talking about this whole time, it's, it's all about the little steps, man. Totally all about the little steps. But one thing for sure that I, I want to know more about you is when it comes down to you, okay, and aside from anything else, I'm talking just like you in the gym, dude. You're in the gym. You're working out. What is it that Nick gets whenever you're in the gym and you're training? What is it that fitness, weightlifting, what does it bring to you emotionally, physically? Like, what does it give you? That's a really good question. Um, it's just, it's just a part of who I am, I suppose. Mm-hmm. That's how I would answer it. Yeah, I just, I love it. I, you know, I almost, I can't imagine not doing it. Like it doesn't wow. even make sense, you know. Like I don't know. It's just who. It's just part of me. Right. Asking me not to train would just be one of. And again, I'm not saying I train every day. Like of mm-hmm. course, you know, there's balance in there, and you got to recover yeah. properly. You know, it's not like I'm a crazy madman. You know, like David Goggins <laughs> or something like that. Um, that is a beast. Yeah, yeah, I do. I love him too, man. Uh, he's super <laughs> inspiration, super uh, motivational. I um, actually just bought a shirt from him. You know, it's like. <laughs> kind of gets me going sometimes. Like if I feel like crap and don't want to work out. I look at that shirt and I'm like, oh, God, I got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, so again, there's always a balance there, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just, it's just part of who I am. So it's almost like, I don't even know how to answer that one more than just, I don't know. It's just what I do. I love it. I've been doing it for so long that it's just, you know, it's a habit. It's a routine. Uh, you know, I, I could, of course I could stop. Like I wouldn't, just be so weird if I stopped. Don't you know? Does that make sense? It does, dude. It, I'm the same way. I agree with you. <laughs> it, I just love it. Like, why would I ever stop? Yeah, it's um, benefits. Yeah, right. There's nothing but yeah, exactly. Nothing but benefits in there. It's doing something good for yourself every day, you know. And and obviously, you've been doing it for so long. We've been doing it for so long, and um, it's now become so a part of who you are that that's just who you are. And I feel like. That's all people need to do. Uh, if if someone right now is struggling with, you know, gaining weight or struggling with their weight loss or whatever it is that they're struggling with, um, starting today or making excuses over and over again, you know, I can't eat right or I just love food too much or, you know, anything. I can't afford healthy food or I can't find time in my schedule to work out or whatever the hell it is. You know, once you start there's obviously just like what you know me and Nick have been talking about this whole time. It's a journey, so you got to find a, a, something inside of you to keep that ball rolling. But once you keep that ball rolling, you know, and it, I guess we're examples of that. It's you, you do this so much, just like brushing your teeth. You know, like if you're to ask me, yo, what does brushing your teeth make you feel like? Like, how do you feel after you do it? It's like, well, I've been doing it for her. I'm 26. I've been doing it since I've had teeth, and you know, I feel like I got good breath. I got nice teeth. You know, and same thing with whenever you're training it's you do it for so long it becomes a habit it becomes a part of who you are and i feel like once you 
are there, dude, you crushed it. Like, then that's it. You, you've got in there. All you got to do now is make modifications. You got to change some stuff up, you know, figure out this and that, what you want to do. Um, and, and that's what I feel like it's, you should just start, you know, and a lot of people I feel like struggle with just starting uh, because of what we've been talking about this whole time. And, and that's cool. I've never heard a answer like yours right now. It's how it's just, it's a part of who you are. And I think that is, I think that's fascinating, man. Yeah. Cause I was thinking, I was like, well, I don't, I don't have a good answer to that. I mean, <laughs> what, are, what are my emotions in the gym? I don't know. I just, I just do it. You know, I, right. <laughs> I, have, I have a program. I know, you know, my set days and I go in and I just do it because, you know, they, and again, I have rest days. Of course, I'm not training, trying to kill myself every day or anything like right. that, but it's just, right. I, don't, I don't know. What else, what else would I be doing? You know, I got think of it from that way. Like, what if I was someone that didn't like lifting? Like, I don't know. What, what would I be doing? be surfing the internet i guess like, yeah <laughs> doing something i'll be doing yeah. something but what what about the uh, like the other way around so how do you feel when you coach other people and you've helped them accomplish the goals that they want oh that one's easy yeah so that one it's so much better <laughs> it, when you're a coach and you coach someone and you see their success i think it feels better than your own success yeah I, I don't know if, if you you know Tell me if you agree with that or not. But I do, I yes. Yes. I'm watching, you know, so I had the privilege of, of coaching some some pretty, you know, high-level folks that have won, like, the CrossFit Games and stuff like that. But, like, when I'm watching, I'm more nervous than than they are, almost certainly. I'm like, <laughs> you know, if they, like, slip up, I'm like, ah. Yeah. So you, you do that as a coach. You're, like, very involved in it. With If it was myself, I'd be like, okay, you know, like, obviously I want to win or, you know, do well. Yeah. But yeah, yeah whole different level when you're coaching someone it's so cool to see because you're like wow like i was able to help someone else do it it's cool to you know make yourself better of course and i love that but when you help other people i think it feels way better yes absolutely how how important is it for you to coach other people i know training nutrition obviously that is always going to be there it's essential that's what that's what's needed but when it comes down to the mindset portion mentality mental strengthening stuff like that overcoming certain things that bother people that like when they're not getting progress as fast as they should and stuff like that how how important is it for you to coach people on that specifically yeah i think it's really important so it's 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 kind of telling people because they're paying you they want results they want results now so part of it is you have to help manage expectations along the way yes big okay Yes, I see that you want to lose 30 pounds by tomorrow. Okay, I understand that. However, here's what we should probably do. And you sort of explain the why behind it. So they understand the process a little bit. And hopefully if they know more about that, they become a little bit more rational and sort of buy into it. Whereas, you know, again, it just goes back to the whole delayed gratification thing. It's like, yes, I get it. You want overnight results, but it doesn't happen like that. Like if I had the ability to deliver that in a safe and effective manner, of course I would. Yeah. And I'd, I'd be richer than Bill Gates. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, dude. It doesn't exist. Yeah, Every <laughs> single person in the world would be coming to me if I had some secret. Those secrets don't exist, unfortunately. I wish they did. Uh-huh. Very true. That's, that's, and I, that's crazy, man. That's, and 
Ah oh, man, it's that's something that is always going to be like I guess a hard pill to swallow, kind of, for people, just because of the instant gratification that that people want nowadays. Um, and and it, with anything, everything's so fast, man. Amazon Prime got two day shipping, overnight shipping, next day shipping. Fast food is there. They delivered your home. You got Uber Eats. Everything is now, now, now. You know, um, you ask, you know, Alexa a question, and she gives you a freaking answer. You know, and it's like it, it's crazy on how fast things are. But when it comes down to your health and fitness, man, there's there is no yes people have made supplements yes people have done but you don't we don't need these things you can do this on your own with your own body and you know food and you can change your life with just that you know you don't need this crazy stuff and all that you know insane stuff that people want to i guess look for these commercials and crap like this i I saw i read i went past an article the other day and it said how to lose 50 pounds in four weeks and i was like what the hell is this dude and that's the only way you can lose weight overnight man if you want to cut your arm off then then there you go uh but yeah I was, yeah that blew my mind and i feel like these headlines and these you know things that people put on on certain things it, it tricks people to to believe that that is okay and then when they don't achieve those goals and they doubt themselves and i feel like it just does more harm than any good to a lot of people who are like reaching like and they're vulnerable and and they're yeah, in a bad yeah. place maybe they're depressed or angry and they're reaching out for something and then it doesn't work for them because it's like not false adver- well i'm going to say a false advertisement yeah and um you know and and it breaks minds man it breaks it breaks that that power that they had and that little spike of motivation to make a change and then it just breaks it off 100%. I think that's probably the biggest thing that we deal with, especially as we've started to branch out a little bit more from like hardcore athletes because hardcore athletes, yeah, you don't have to sell them as much on that. They get no, it. No, dude. Yeah. They, they want get it. it. Yeah. yeah. And they're totally bought in all that yeah. good stuff. Great. Yep. You get more out of the general population. They've been sort of duped before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, supply and demand, people are demanding instant overnight results. So someone's going to attempt to supply it. I get it. I don't agree with it either. I would, you know, I'll say it's a scam. Mm-hmm. You know, people trying to sell that they are selling scams. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't, you know, don't agree with that at all. And again, like we see that all the time. We've had people that have you know seemingly tried every single diet in the world. And then they come to us and they're kind of like fed up. And we're just yeah. like, we get it. We're not going to promise you any secrets. We don't have any magic secrets, but we have a very simple, easy, effective plan to follow. And if you are consistent, you put in the work, you're going to get good results. Boom. Period. <laughs> and that's it. Any discussion, huh? Uh, that's and yeah, it's powerful stuff, man. Powerful stuff. I like it. simple. It's simple because it is very simple stuff. If someone out there right now, man, is struggling with um, wanting to start but they're scared to fail, what kind of words of advice would you give them right now? Back to what you said earlier, what's the alternative? What's the alternative? You don't even try ever? Where does that get you? Mm-hmm. You don't go anywhere. You can go back to doing nothing like you are now. Why not go ahead and try to do something positive for yourself? And again, just take a little step day by day. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. You don't have to, do, you don't have to run a marathon tomorrow. If you have 100 pounds to lose, start by walking a couple times a week. Mm-hmm. Can you do that? Yes, definitely. <laughs> if, you, if you can't do that, okay, well, there's probably some other issues at play and those have to be addressed, but it doesn't have to be this crazy stuff. That's what people think. 
you know, so again, for someone that's never started before, you know, they're, they might be scared to go into a gym because, you know, they got those guys, you know, banging around all the weights and yelling and grunting and chocks flying everywhere and all that. Well, it's like, okay, you don't have to do that stuff. Like, do you think those people walked in on day one and, and were doing that? No, like those people have been training their entire lives for it. Mm-hmm. Just go in, do something, do something. It doesn't right. have to be crazy. Absolutely, dude. Do something. Chalk flying around everywhere. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's funny. That's uh, very true, man. Very true. You hit it spot on, dude, right there. And um, just start. Don't be exact. Don't like what else is going to happen? I like that. Dude. Yeah. People are going to, yeah, they're going to absorb that. And that's, that's some good stuff. Uh, all right, Nick. So it's been awesome talking to you, man. I love everything you're about. I love the passion you have. I love RP strength. I love all that cool stuff. If anyone out there right now is listening right now and they're like, you know, absorbing everything you're saying and they're grabbing value from what you've discussed with me today and they want to reach out to you or maybe even learn more about RP Strength, where's the best place for people to find you or RP Strength? On Instagram, RP Strength. It's that easy. Or uh, www.rpstrength.com. The only other thing that I'll say, I'm super passionate about all this mindset stuff that we've been talking about too. I will say coming oh, out soon. Nice, fit, dude. <laughs> fit for success, man. It's uh, it's what I did this year during the quarantine. Kind of took, um, you know, everything I've sort of learned myself from reading, um, dealing with my, my own family's adversity this year. My wife, what, my wife had a bunch of health issues, dealing with that and the wow. coronavirus pandemic and all that. And, you know, kind of uh, working with some of the top athletes in the world you just kind of quickly realize like all, all the people that are successful, they all do a handful of things in common. And that's passion along with RP is like looking into what successful people do that separates them from everyone else and kind of put all that together uh, in this book. Dude, where can, where can people find that book? Where can I find that book? Yeah. So, um, you know, so we were talking before, so it's going to be good timing when this podcast drops. Uh, it'll be available for pre-order tomorrow. Just, uh, I would check out RP strength on Instagram, um, myself on Instagram, uh, nick.shaw.rp okay. and it'll be available for uh, pre-order. Dude, sweet. Everything that you just spit out, I'm going to put all the links in the show notes or the description of this podcast. So if you want to look into RP Strength, you want to check out Nick Shaw, you want to look at his badass uh, book that's going to be dropping soon, uh, check this the show notes and you'll check out all the cool stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here with another episode here at the Train Hard Love Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value in this episode, all we ask you to simply share it out to a best friend, gym buddy, mom, dad, coworker, just somebody. The more people we can get to listen into these episodes, the more lives we can all change together. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to inspire people to believe in themselves. But ladies and gentlemen, you know who I am. I'm your host, Coach Matt, guest speaker, Nick Shaw. And as usual, y'all, get out there, train hard. Live strong. All right, everybody. Bye. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.